Hello, listeners. This is Scott, your Seasons of Skyrend host and DM. I want to take a quick moment to tell you about a special promotion. We've teamed up with the good folks at CriticalHitCollectibles.com to offer you 10% off your next order when you use the promo code SKY10 at checkout. They have a ton of amazing dice available. I purchased a few sets from them, including the Shadow Metal dice, and I could not be happier with the quality and the service. It's the holiday season, and a great time to get some dice for yourself and the other gamers in your life. Once again, go to CriticalHitCollectibles.com and use the promo code SKY10 at checkout to save 10% off your next order. That's S-K-Y, followed by the number 10. Thanks, everyone. Now, please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. Welcome to Seasons of Skyrim, a custom 5th edition D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore the world around them. I am your host and DM, Scott. Hi, my name is Shannon. I play Arnis Grey, or Grey the Great, to my fans. I am a half-elf bard. Hi, my name is Chris. I play Vale the Changeling Rogue, sometimes known as Kara Frostfall or Lord Carver Golddagger III. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the Human Monk. Thank you for joining us. Please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. The climb to the top is the easy part, when you compare it to what must be done once you're there. No matter the scrapes and bruises collected on the way up, it is the inevitable descent that requires the most care. And the longer you stay at the top, the more tempting a target you become. Especially because the only thing it sounds like we have they'd want is gold. I mean... But they don't really want that. That came out wrong. I meant we don't have anything they want. The only thing we can give them is gold, which they don't want. Right. It's less useful for them. They don't trade much in with gold themselves. It's really only when they have to deal with uh, other cities or other areas or other races that money, hard money, comes in handy. I don't know. Does anyone else have any other ideas? What else do we have that we could offer them? We need our animals. We need our food. They said that we could do something for them, but we have Off to... Off the sun orb. That's what... That's what we were just talking about. I feel like we need it for something. We might. You got, more, you got two of them, right? Oh, yeah, we have more than one. Sure. Um, we have an interesting little item that you might like. And I reach into the boot of holding, and... <laughs> you tell Darwin to turn around as you fiddle through his bag. <laughs> Give a little spin. I don't know what that is. Oh, and I turn it on. Ooh. He grabs it. That just like palms it. Uh-oh. Like a bocce ball. Isn't that dangerous? No, it's okay. It's hot. You turn it on. Yeah. You only know the one, which is like campfire setting. So, careful, it's hot. Oh, you can hear some of like the frost and snow from his palms like start to steam off. He sets it down on the arm of his throne. All right. Does it turn off? 
And I turn it off. Is that all it can do? Tell him yes. <laughs> you don't want to set to world ending setting. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's... Hang on. You don't still have that notebook, do you? That notebook. I think uh, that was entered into evidence. Yes, it was. Okay. Yes. Yeah. No, I didn't keep that. Um, that's that's pretty much what it does. And he puts his hands on it, and he turns it off and on and off and on a few times. Pretty much. Do you not know? To be perfectly honest, no. This is all we know how to do with it. I am fairly certain there are other things you can do with it. Uh, roll persuasion. Twenty-five. Okay, this will get you up the hill, the mountain. Thank you, sir. You can go. Meaning that we'll need something else to get us back down. Ha 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 caught it. Of course I did. <laughs> or we can go down a different route. A bard. I work with words. <laughs> yes, I caught that. We can take a different route down. If you're, depends on if you're taking those wagons with you. But we might have uncursed the lake, which means we'd be like, hey, we uncursed the lake for you, which you'd think would be enough. Oh. I want proof. That's true, huh? Don't worry about that. <laughs> we'll worry about that when we get there. We'll worry about that when we fight a dragon. Burn that bridge when we get there. Yes, yep. that'll get you up the mountain. Okay. Well, I'll be thinking about what you might need when we come back down. Thank you, sir. If you come back down. We'll see. Yeah. When? Sure. I give sure. him a wink. He's a little off-put by it. Winking human. Not attractive. Not comfortable doing wink Half at. human. Half elf. So he'll let you go. So we got an orb in his hand. Okay. You now have only got one of those. And you head back to the wagon. Earl Earl leans out. Finally, let's get going. Yeah. Such a dick. Yeah, for once I agree with him. What took so long? Negotiations. I can negotiate. Just let me go in there next time. No. No. On the other hand, when we're ready to kill him, can we just let him get himself killed? (laughs) Send him to negotiate something. (laughs) All right. On the other hand, he might have had leverage. Can you imagine what that frost giant would have done if he would have been like, "I am lord of this realm. (laughs) You will do what I tell you to." (laughs) Well, that's true. Smush. That answers that question. Mm -hmm. All right. Can we go up the hill? So you're granted permission to go up the mountain at this point. Oh, we get our weapons back. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And you keep going up the mountain, and it gets steeper and colder, and the air gets thin. And at a certain point, everyone has to kind of climb out of the wagons and help push, just because it's very steep if you want to keep the horses going. Got it. Okay. Awesome. Everyone, give me a constitution saving throw. I crit. And a seven. Eleven. So Vale's able to keep going, pushing themselves through the day, keeping some upward momentum. Darvin is the first to kind of give out. He's trying to go up a slick portion of the trail and gives a good hard push on the wagon. As he fully extends his arm out, he knows like he's not helping the wagon go up, he's just pushing himself down the hill. <laughs> it's like, uh lost the strength to keep pushing. It's not long later that Arnus finds himself in a similar situation where it's just muscles are giving out. Let's go wait. And in the, if you're not getting in the, in wagon, the wagon. Well, <laughs> no, that's no. Dick. <laughs> that's At this point, Sam says, we might just need to rest here on the side of the mountain. Sounds good. Unless you want to keep pushing through. Oh, no. I don't think we're going to make it. No. <laughs> if we do okay. that. 
Can we rest on the side of the mountain? You can find a spot that's level enough. Okay. Just because that's not going to be the challenge of spending a night on the side of the mountain. Okay. Uh, is everybody resting? Mm. Taking long we'll take shifts. Uh, yeah, yeah, I suppose we'll take we should shifts. take shifts. Yeah. Who's on that first shift? Earl. Earl. No, oh, he is so not, not. He is not going to take a shift. Are you kidding? As soon as the wagons stop, he's started uh, like playing up. Does light require concentration? Um, I don't believe so. I don't think so. How long does it last? An hour. An hour. Okay. I'll take the first watch, and for it, would you cast light on my crossbow bolt? Sure. So that if anything attacks, I can shoot it with light. I'm not going to have a torch or a campfire well, or a, torch a also, sun yeah. orb going. Yeah, you can light a torch. In addition to, I'm assuming we have a campfire because it's cold. Everybody else seems to be piling up in the back of that wagon. Earl was not very happy about it, uh, but Sam is just not happening. Himself. He's like, no, we are sleeping in a wagon. I tell Darwin to turn around again, and I say, I have a sun orb. Oh, I thought you had like, turn around because you didn't want him to see me, too. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, that'll work. Okay. Put the sun orb down, be nice and warm. So you're going to use the sun orb while you're yeah, on watch? Yeah, that's okay. a good idea. It's fine. So you're able to stay fairly warm. Uh, while everybody naps in the one wagon that has a good... Fr- Man, they had just fixed that wagon, too. I know. I know. <sighs> this poor thing. Thank goodness there's two of them. So, Vale, yes. while you're taking watch, go ahead and roll Perception. Perceptiones. Yes. Watch me fail. Fail's a fail. Fail's a four with no bonuses. Oh. Your shift passes without incident. Yeah. Who's taking the second shift? Really just a question for Vale, because who's Vale going to wake up? I'm going to wake up, Arnis, because... No, I'm going to wake up Darvin. Fair enough. Darvin wakes up and goes post up near the uh, near the sun orb, keeping warm. Darvin, please roll perception. Twelve. Make a dexterity saving throw. Holy crap. Oh, shit. Eighteen. Oh, you are dexterous. I am. You're going to take half as you're sitting there looking out on the side of the mountain... Trying to stay warm, keeping a lookout. You don't see anything, but moments before, you hear a rumble just over your head and dive out of the way as a number of medium-sized boulders roll down. And you're going to get caught by one of them. You're going to take let's see, nine, so half of nine, so four damage as some rocks uh, fall on you. What? What do you do? First, I'm going to... I'm going to call out, because it sounds like we're being attacked, to wake them up. Sure, you can wake everybody up. I love it when people get woken up right after they go back to sleep. I know, right? It's the best. <laughs> Vail lays down. Fifteen minutes later, Darvin's screaming, Rocks! I <laughs> get up. Rocks? Really? I don't know. What does Darvin say? Rocks. <laughs> what? What do you... Boulders! Rocks! I... Well, what the... What am I supposed to do about that? Rocks don't just come on their own. Something sent them at us. Are you sure? I mean, you know. No. Rock slides happen. What, would you want me to wait until whatever's attacking us to get here next All right, time? Fine. What direction did they come from? That way. Uphill. Uphill. And I look to see if I can see because I have dark vision. Sure, roll perception. Aw, son. That's an 11. You look up and you just see the faint outline of rocks on the side of the mountain. And as you look up, you notice a way more coming down. Find everybody to make a dexterity saving throw. Next time, would you like me to wait until the second round of rocks hits us before I wake you? Darvin. 26. Nice. Arnis. 20. Not a credit. Vale. 13. Sorry, Vale. You're going to take full damage. Damn. Uh, You'll take 
Can I see it coming? I think I can use my own yes. dodge. Let me look. Alright, let's find out. Let's take a second here. Uh, can you dodge? Oh, when an attacker you can see hits you with an attack. Okay, it's no, that's so not this. This is a saving Never mind. Throw. So it does not work. I can't that. dodge it. So Vale, you'll take seven bludgeoning damage, and Arnis and Darwin, you'll take three. As these rocks come rolling down, what do you do? Uh, I try, I guess, try to see again what... What's it, the range on light? Or is it like a touch? I have to, yeah, it has to be, I have to be able to touch it. Pick up a rock and chuck it back up the hill. Oh, that's good. There's plenty of stones that would work for that. Okay, I, I pick up a rock, cast light on it, and tuck it. Give me an athletics check. Oh, this is going to end so poorly, guys. Can one of us throw it if you cast? Well, but both of you have... Oh, my athletics is shitty anyway. Yeah, like, none of us... <laughs> this is not the group of strong people. Right, none of us is very strong, so it doesn't matter really who throws it, so I may as well do it myself. I got an 11. You're able to throw it about 25 feet up the hillside. How far does that light go? Bright light in a 20-foot radius, dim light for an additional 20 feet. Okay. You do that, and you look up, and it still just looks like a rocky portion of the mountain up there. And as you're looking, you can see one of the rocks just kind of move horizontally over to another section. And the rocks below it start rolling as well. Uh, and they're coming down right towards you. Like the rocks are moving on their own. What? Uh, roll what? a dexterity saving throw again, everybody. Oh, no. Oh, no. Me too. Oh, <laughs> no. Vale, having none of it after the first hit, gets out of the way. Aranus. 13. I didn't work for Vale. Darvin. 12. Uh, no. So, Darvin and Aranus, you're going to take nine bludgeoning this time. Ooh. Vale, you'll only take four. Down to 19, huh? So, what do you guys do? Ow. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I'm out of my element. But I can tell you that the rocks up there are moving. I don't know how that's a thing, but they are. So I, but I don't know how to like fight them. How are we them. supposed to fight rocks? They're rocks. Well, we can try, I guess. But we have we have to get up there. Far away are they? So uh, about fifty feet. Yeah, we'd have to get up there. Let me use my bonus action to dash. It's gonna be difficult terrain to go up the side of the mountain if you want to go straight, just because that's not the direction. It's like not directly up the trail. Trail Let me kind use of. My- Bonus Sidewise. action to hide, <laughs> and then I'm going to sneak up the trail, taking as much time as it takes. <laughs> All right, roll stealth. First one to see if you can actually hide. Oh, that's 12, so it's tolling two total. So Vale hides. <laughs> the Vale hides the same way that the artist, Darvin, pers- or artist convinces. And then I'm going to move as far up as All I right. can with my weapon. Like, and uh, you start moving 15. up. What about Darvin and Arnis? I could try the same thing. I do have high stealth bonus. The first thing I do is shout, where the fuck did Vale go? You're also really dodgy, though, so, like, you could stand there as a as a target and take the dodge action and draw fire. Oh, well, that's true. How does the dodge action work again? Better find it before me. Dodge. You focus entirely on avoiding attacks until the start of your next turn, any attack roll made against you has disadvantage. Okay. You make dexterity saving throws with advantage. Okay, there we go. That one would work. That's dodge? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess it's the best thing I can do, with it, but I'm down to 19 hit points. You can stay right where you are and keep using the dodge action to get advantage on this dodge if you want. I guess that's the plan. Okay, what's Arnus doing? Casting heal spells on me. Sure. Mock the darkness. <laughs> well, I mean, I saw that one thing move, but I like I don't know what it is or if I can mock it and 
it's not going to matter because it's not going to give them disadvantage on anything because all we're doing is saving throws. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I have a better idea. F all that. You're going to push yourselves in a hut? No. <laughs> no, I don't have that spell. I took fear instead. Me? No. I'm going to cast fairy fire. Can I do that on them? Mm-hmm. On the... on. You can certainly try. And things what's up the hill? You can certainly try. <laughs> do you want to tell me what save that is? It's a deck save, and it's each object in a 20-foot cube within range, and the range is 60 feet, and you said they're 50 feet away, so... But I want to okay. I want to center it on where I saw that thing move to. Okay. And it would be violet light. Okay. 14. No. no. Yes. What's your save? 15. Because oh, you leveled up. I should never have let you level up. Oh, we got a target. Yeah. So what happens when it gets lit up? Then I will explain. Each object in a 20-foot cube within range is outlined in a violet light. Any creature in the area when this spell is kind of outlined in the light, if it fails a dexterity saving throw. For the duration, objects and affected creatures should dim light in a 10-foot radius. Any attack roll against an affected creature or object has advantage if the attacker can see it, and the affected creature or object can't benefit from being invisible. Okay, that's fair. So this is what you see light up. There are a number of boulders. I'm going to say these are the loose boulders, probably ones that are ready to be pushed down upon you guys. And because they're lit up, I will say you would have advantage now on any deck saving throw as these come tumbling down. Not to take away from Darvin's cool-ass dodge ability, but if if what you're trying to dodge is lit up and rolling down, you'll probably see it coming. Yay. I'm okay So Darvin has a little bit more flexibility now on what he wants to do. Um, but what is also lit up is another object, creature which looks very much like a boulder from down here, but you can clearly see it moving side to side along, like, the rocky terrain and, like, feeling around for loose rocks to push down upon you. We should yell at it. Dumbass, stop throwing rocks at it. Well, it noticed that I lit it up. Oh, yeah. It's not like it's not going to notice suddenly being a beacon. And Vale, as you sneak up the side of the mountain, you can definitely see this creature lit up. What do you want to do? To attack it from where I'm at. Okay. I've got like triple advantage at this point, but that doesn't matter because you only get it once. I because that. at this point it's pretty much one on one. Uh, I'm attacking it with my hand crossbow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, look at that. That's an 18 on the die. Oh, hit. Gonna start us with a d6. Well, don't forget all your other d6s. Three more to it. Sweet. It's only gonna get worse. 16. Or better. Okay, you fire your crossbow bolt. And you hear a slight thud as it just falls to the ground where it's at. It doesn't leave? Like, no, it's dead. Oh, it goes all the way up, though, and it hits and the bolt falls? What? No, you, you said, killed, you it. killed it. Oh. oh. It's dead. I thought you meant the bolt you hit fell, it. too. No, you're... <laughs> I read that the way you I thought, Yeah, but I thought, like, the bolt went out, and then it just, like, fell to the ground. <laughs> I was like, wow, that is the most epic fail in the world. How do I figure out what I did wrong? <laughs> Even let me roll the damage. Like a cat getting ready for a really long jump, and then it slips and goes, like, nowhere. Just... No. <laughs> you fire your crossbow bolt through the air at this glowing creature, and it hits and sinks deep. There's an audible crack, and the creature slumps down dead. What do you do? I want to investigate the thing I just killed. No problem. You quickly recognize this as a young sentinel. Nice. Uh, yeah. Freaking sentinel. 
I look around for more of them because we've never seen them in groups of one. Give me a perception roll. Oh, yay. Let me roll a four again. <laughs> sure did. Did you actually do it? It's the third four <laughs> on a perception roll of the night. Oh, oh I laughed too loud. You're safe up here now. Cool. The threat has been dealt with. One shot. Can I fish my crossbow bolt out, or is that one gone? That's probably gone. It is deep inside. Um, do you want to reach inside of this creature and fish around for a bolt? Uh, I'm good. Okay. Yeah. If I remember correctly, these things had, like, acidic blood, so... No, no, they weren't acidic blood. Cool. What do you do? Um, yeah, we're out of combat now. That was real quick. <laughs> I'm going to bitch at Arnis. Well so played, Arnis. So, next time, would you like for me to wait until I'm dead before I wake you up, or...? <laughs> I don't hear this because I'm at the top of the hill. And I yelled out, Hey guys, I just killed a sentinel! Cool. Shout on the mountain. That's that's wonderful. Um, I have two people behind me. Um, <laughs> I'm going to snarkily not actually yell back at Vale. I just go, you're welcome. And then... <laughs> Which I don't hear. Right, yeah, because I'm not, I'm not yelling like an idiot. And then I'm going to be like, uh, what? I, it, it, it. No, of course not. Duh, but I... I, I forget. <laughs> <laughs> what? Darvin is used. Oh. <laughs> Alright. Uh, the threat appears to be dealt with. What do you do? It's still the middle of the night. You all I, got woke up by Darvin. I go back to bed. As do I. It's not my watch. Oh, right. half elf. Less than half elf. Darvin sits through the rest of his shift without incident. Do you like to go wake up Arnis? Yes. For their shift? Yes. Awesome. So Arnis, you're awake. Roll perception. Ooh, I crit. Hmm. How long does that light last that you cast with fairy fire? It's concentration. Okay, so that went out as soon as you went to bed. Yeah, it's a minute. Up to a minute, but it's concentration. So, like... Okay, so that's long since out. It's long since out, and the light on that rock is long since out, too, Mm -hmm. that I tossed up the hill. But as you're sitting there, um, by the sun, keeping warm, keeping an eye out, keeping an ear out, all you hear is... The faint howl of the wind amongst the peaks. And every once in a while, just the faintest little click-clack skitter sound on rocks far, far away. The rest of your shift passes, and everybody is rested, and Darwin's healed back up. Yeah, We got healed? Yeah, everybody's healed now. That's also why I wasn't worried about using that spell slot. Who would like to make for the summit today? We push on! Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sticking close to the river, uh, you're able to find a very narrow path, just barely wide enough for the wagon and the horses. And it is slow going. But there's a point, probably less than a hundred feet from uh, where you see the river, where it used to flow down in a nice waterfall, just frozen. A frozen waterfall coming down from in between two very large boulders. And it's at this point that the trail just stops. Like, this is where we go off-road. Or where we leave the wagon. Yep. Yep. Yeah, the wagon is not moving any higher up this mountain at this point. What do you guys want to do? Yeah, I'd best to get the waterfall and see if there's a cave behind it, because you know how many times that's true. Sure. The water is frozen solid, and there is no gap behind it. (laughs) Never mind. If there is a cave behind it, the waterfall is basically a locked door right now, because it is frozen. We check the waterfall for traps. Okay. So what do you guys want to do? Well, which way are we doing to go? Up. 
And is there any sort of path, or is it just a waterfall in front of us? There's still, like, the rocky terrain just around it, so you don't have to ice climb up the side of a waterfall, mm. um, okay. as badass as that would be. That'd be fun. But there isn't a path to speak of. It's just rocky terrain that goes up. Plenty of footholds and handholds and even places where you can stand and sit down. But it's not a continuous path. This is the point where you're climbing the side of a mountain. Now, do we leave the horses and Sam and Sniffins here? Or do we leave the horses here and take Sam and Sniffins? Let's ask Sam. So Sam just says, yeah, I I don't know. I don't really want to stay down here with the Earl unless you're taking him with you. Are we? I guess we should ask the Earl if he's coming with us. Taking the Earl with us only so that we can keep an eye on him. Yeah. But he may not be amenable to that. Like, he doesn't seem to enjoy the adventuring part of adventuring. There are ways to convince him without killing him. Fail. All I'm saying is you don't need all of your toes. This is true. And then you're going to ask him to hike. <laughs> Artist can do it. Now put the toe back. <laughs> You don't need all your fingers to hike. We're climbing, though. I mean, you guys can do what you want. I just want you to listen to yourself as you're saying you don't need fingers to go up a mountain. No, but you know, the blood loss might That's true. Might hinder. Maybe if you, like, heat it up your sword. How about this? your knife and so that it would cauterize it. I'm not lightsabering him. How would I just ask him sure, or tell too. him that in order to protect him, he has to come with us? Okay. Tell him you can scold me the dragon. He'll be excited. Yeah. No, I'm not telling him that. We think I'm, it's a friendly dragon. I am not Maybe. telling him where we're going. There's no freaking way I'm doing that. Hey, Earl, Earl. The wagons can't go any further. And because we are tasked with your protection, you are going to need to get out and walk with us the rest of the way. Just walking? Well, sure. <laughs> Roll deception. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Again, it's not really walking. It is walking, it's, it's, but it's severe uphill walking. It's fun walking, at an extreme like, angle, like you might have had to it's do. It's extreme in your... walking. <laughs> That's what it is. It, it would go well walking. in your playground. <laughs> he climbs out of the back of the wagon and takes a look up, walking. Really, Arnis? It's uphill, but it's walking. It's more of a climb. Uh, Olan. Yes, sir. Come here. Uh, yes, sir. The rope, Olan. No. Dang it! I was going to get really excited. You all got to Oh, I'm sorry. Player, not character. Because my character would have been like, what the hell's on? Uh, if you guys wanted magic items from the city of Earl, there was a way to get them. You guys did not go that way. Yeah, that's about right. Instead, <laughs> we got his hostage. And Ulwan lifts up the visor on his helmet and you see nothing in there. He just kind of reaches down into his helmet and starts pulling out a rope, like 50 feet of it, ties it off around himself, ties it off around Earl Earl. <laughs> Good to go, sir. Wow. That's so weird. <laughs> Artist is staring wide-eyed at this whole event take place and then just kind of... And Vale just starts climbing. Looks at, looks at Vale, looks at Darby and goes... Oh my god, what did I just say? I'd rather deal with a dragon. We got someone to help pull him up. Oh no, player gets it. Character's right. like, what is going on? The dude has no face. <laughs> that's, that's really what it is. It's the opening and the reaching into the thing. Oh yeah, he reached in like down to his elbow through his helmet and just like wow. down a rope. He's a hollow army man. Like He's a Swiss hollow army super- armor. 
He's like a suitcase that walks around. <laughs> doesn't need a backpack. He has his own backpack. Well, Olin also had that big old chest full of a bunch of different stuff. But some stuff, you know, you gotta always keep on your person. Or in this case, on your Olan. <laughs> Anyways, they're ready to go. Alright. I think Sam's gonna go with you then, since everybody seems to be leaving. Oh, he will take the reins and wrap it around a stone and, like, push something on top of it so the horses don't, like, bug out and run off. Should be fine. Let's climb a mountain. Let's climb. Everybody give me an athletics check. Oh, Oh, yeah. 16. You're good, Dale. Artis. 14. You're fine. Darvin. 4. Yeah, that's about right. Oh, he's got the falling bonus. He's got slow fall right now. I got slow slow fall. Good, what does slow fall do? Because we need to know. <laughs> Use my reaction when I fall to reduce any falling damage taken by an amount equal to five times my monk level, so reduce it by 25. Okay, so this is going to be real fun. As Vale and Aranus are climbing up, and uh, Olan is assisting Earl Earl, you get to a point and slip and tumble down, and just like uh... bump a couple of times, but you do it very amongst that, like, it's where, like, where you would bump your head or your knees, like, you manage to turn just in time and get, like, a hand on a rock as you're passing, and then, like, a foot on it, and you land in just, like, a nice little three-point hero landing. It didn't hurt, but you fall back down. I'm gonna call up, okay, we're good, nothing's changed down here. Because <laughs> you didn't fall far enough for me to hurt you for 25, so... Maximum effort, buddy. <laughs> Alright, Aranus and Vale, one more athletics, and you can get to the top. Darfin, we still need two from you. Oh, that's a crit fail for me. Catch me, Darwin. Catch me. Oh, I got a two. God damn it. I can't catch you. <laughs> they both start slipping and falling. It's like scuba. Right. All right. Darwin and Vale, I'm going to give you a chance here. Make a strength saving throw to grab onto a rock and not fall all the way down to the ground. Arnis you're, and you're, Vale? Sorry, Arnis and Vale. It's a nine. Even with your oh, it's, that doesn't apply to saving throws. Doesn't apply to saving throws. They're both falling to the ground, Darwin. Oh, Would you like to try to catch one of them? Um, yes. Who? If I get an even, oh, he's gonna leave it to chance. I'm gonna roll for it. If I get You're not gonna catch the healer. Okay. You know, I thought about that. Okay, you there's still... also the person who can, like, insta-kill anything. You can still be pissed at me from last night with the <laughs> boulders. It's fine. No, I'm just going to go with whichever comes at me first. So then They're I'm... both in a free fall. Then I'm going to roll for it. Even. Odd. Odd it is. So you're trying to catch Vale. Yeah. Uh, give me a... Uh... The healer goes tumbling down the hill. <laughs> I don't worry. I got, a, I got a plan for you, healer. <laughs> totally fine. fine. Give me a strength saving throw to try to cushion Vale's fall. Uh, this is going to go well. Nine. You rush over to underneath where Vale is going to land, and although you're very good at falling, catching people from falling is another matter. Uh, I'm just going to split this damage. You're going to each get half of this. As Vale crushes Darvin, and Darvin provides not the softest of landing points, but softer than hard ground. Yay! So you're each going to take seven bludgeoning damage as you collapse at a heap on the ground and... Aranus, as you're falling, Sam is going to reach out a hand and try to grab you. Don't forget you've got friends. He's going to grab your arm before you hit the ground. So he's got you just, like, dangling. Is Sam bringing Sniffins up the wall, too? Uh, Sniffins is real good at moving up hills. He's doing fine. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Sam. And he'll, like, pull you over to the side. So, Darvin and Vale, you're at the bottom. Aranus, you're about halfway still, where Sam was able to grab you. Would you like to keep free climbing? Yeah, I guess... 
like... Do you have anything to help you climb? No. Surely one of you has, like, pitons or something, right? I'm looking. I don't know what that is, but I don't think I have it. Spikes that you... Spikes to help you, like, climb up things. I got ten in my pack. Oh, Dungeoneer's pack has it, too. Yeah, there you go. Dungeoneer's pack has got it, too. Nice. Okay, so you guys do have equipment to help you climb. Just wanted to see if we could free climb. Which we only realized after we all fell. Perfect. Oh, wait, we have these things. I don't know what's there. I just wanted to see if I could do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> sure. And I could, because I didn't fall. I just jumped down to see things were the same. In my head, I'm picturing Darwin slipping, falling, but then doing like a little tumble, like bink, 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 yeah. bink, pop down the hill, <laughs> and then going, doing the like, he stuck the landing, <laughs> like, I meant to do that, guys. <laughs> Quick, All right. Totally meant to do that. So if you're using those, In my brain, um, I'm going to go ahead and give you advantage on your athletics checks. Woo! Advantage! Yay. Now we can roll a three and a four. Right. <laughs> or how about a six and a one? Which the six becomes a five because I get a minus one to athletics. <laughs> like a one and a four, a seven and a four. Rolled an eleven and an eight. What does that come to you, Darwin? Still an eleven. All right, Darwin makes it halfway up. Harness and veil. Just I, need... I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> the definition of insanity here, people. <laughs> Can we have Earl Earl send old one back down for us? I was Is just about down? to think that. Yeah, old one gets Earl Earl to the top, and then he's like, "I'm gonna. They're they're not as good as you, Earl Earl. I'm gonna help them." Playing to Earl Earl's strategy a little bit. And Ulwa's going to come down. He's going to try to escort you all up the hill. Who wants to go first with Ulwa? Well, he's already Send halfway up, so, like, here, you've already taken damage. You go. Send the healer. Oh, okay. I, I'll fine. I'll go. Okay. You and Ulwa make it to the top very quickly. <laughs> you rolled a 14 and a 19. He's got a bonus to strength, unlike some people. <laughs> he escorts you. Watch out. Watch your step. Uh, right this way. Let me help you. And he like, kind of hoists you up a couple of spots that were too like far or high to climb. And he gets you to the top, too. Uh, Darvin, do you want to continue on your own, or are you going to wait for Olawan to come down and help you? Oh, I'll wait. I don't want to take more damage. Uh, so he's going to stop halfway down. All right, Darvin, here, let me wrap this rope around you. It ties you up in a very makeshift harness. And make an athletics check, Darvin. God damn it. Because he's not doing so hot. He's not just, like, dumb waitering him up. Like, oh, right. So, yeah, you and Olwan managed to make it up a little bit slower than he did with Arnis. He's gonna come down. All right, um, I'm, I'm sorry, uh... <laughs> just call me Vale. 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 Okay. Uh... It's a good moment, actually. Uh... I'm just gonna tie this real quick and he ties it around your waist. This is the silliest uh, thing we've ever done. Yeah. It shouldn't be. <laughs> we literally are being carried by our DM right now. Being carried by Olwan. Okay, <laughs> uh, about halfway, he gets to that same spot where he was messing up with Darvin, and I guess like some of the rocks fell. Oh no. I need you to make an athletics check out. 17. Teamwork Yay. saves the day. And you all find yourselves at the top of this waterfall. And as you look out, 
So you haven't gotten to the top of the mountains yet, but you have made it to the lake. There's a vast, vast frozen lake at your feet right now. And as the wind blows up here, you can see bits of snow kind of swirl around just above the ice, largely thanks to the moon that is unencumbered by clouds in the sky at this moment. And you look around, and it's just, it's a lot of ice on this lake. And everybody's just kind of looking around. I, I think Sam's going to be the one to say, well, now what? That's a good question. Do we have any clue as to where his cousin is? Under the lake. lake. Under the lake. You were told under the lake. So we got to find a way under. Maybe we can use the sun arm. Did I use the sun arm to melt a whole bunch of ice before? Uh, you used it to start to tunnel out uh, Honey Hollow. Which was to ice, melt out right? uh, snow. Ah, got it. Ice is going to be harder. This is just frozen water. It's a lot of frozen water, but yes. Yeah, it's not beneath the lake. Now that could mean... But this is just what you see like right here as you're at the top. There's definitely a lot of area to take a look around, but could if you just want to start diving in right here, you can. Can we tell how big the lake is? It is a very big lake. Okay. It is probably a couple miles across. Oh, goodness. All right, you I was going to say we could go around it to see it, but that's probably not a good idea, if that's the case. Was Tahoe a couple miles across, or is that bigger? I don't remember. <laughs> well, I mean, we need to walk it. We need to see if there's a cave or some sort of entrance. So you think we should yeah. walk the circumference? I mean, that's the obvious first choice. Do you want to walk the circumference? Walk Do you want to walk? Try and, yeah. Okay. We're searching for a cave or an entrance of some kind. Yeah. Uh, everybody give me a perception roll then as you're walking around the outside of the cave. Or oh, sorry, the, as you're walking around the perimeter of the lake. Ah, there is a cave. Oh, of course oh, there's well, a cave. Perception sucks. Looking for. <laughs> Too bad it's not investigation because I got a three. Fourteen. Twelve. Here at the perimeter of the lake, you can't notice anything. You search and search, and if there's a way under that's currently open, it's not here. I think it's sun or Alright, how do we do this? We'll walk out on the ice and see what there is to see. Sure, that's a good idea. Is the ice like solid, solid? It's cold as shit up here, yeah. dude. Like, that, it's not right. going anywhere. Probably maybe attach something to Sun Orb, though, because like if it suddenly just drops through the bottom of the ice, we don't want it to drop to the bottom of the water also and lose it. Oh, that's true. A rope would be good. You like tie it to a rope. Mm-hmm. Make like a little sling rope harness sling for it. Yeah, you could. Where do you want to do this at? Well, I want to just see if we can, like, see into the ice. You want to walk, like, into the center and look, check it out? Yeah. Just look down and see if we can see anything. In which case, as you explore more towards the center of the ice, away from the shore, everybody can give me another perception check. Let's see where we're going to roll. Oh, that's much better. Oh, that was a nine. All right. Darvin? Thirteen. And Arnis? Twenty. Damn. Not a crit. Okay. Darvin and Vale, you look down, and the ice is just solid, mostly white. It's not clear ice. You're not seeing a great distance under. You're probably not seeing very far at all. It's like when you go to a hockey rink, you don't see to the bottom. But Arnis, as you're walking out, you also can't see through the ice. You're not. Your eyes aren't that good. But you do notice, as you're walking out, there are three rather large chasm-like openings. Probably about ten feet wide. Uh, in different places, moving closer towards the center. I, I point these out. They're like, I think that those might be our way in. Let's go check or them out. a way in. Check the, the nearest one. Do you want to start near the middle of the lake or near the edge of the lake? Edge of the lake. Yeah. Okay. How are you checking this out? Walk up to it, look down. It's dark. It's dark down there. It is dark. Is it dark further than I can see? 
I would say that you can't see all the way down simply because it's not just like a tunnel straight down. It's like kind of craggy ice and moves a little side to side. And there's at some point where it just kind of turns enough that you couldn't see straight down. Could you walk down it? It would be slippery and it is steep. Uh, but it is traversable. Can we check the other two? We could slide down it. Are they all the same style? Wanna go check the other two? Yep, please. Uh, let's see here. The crack closest to the center of the lake is a little bit wider, and you can see a little bit farther down, but it still just ends in darkness at some point. Probably Arnis 30 feet down. You can tell the crack was at least that far down. And everybody roll perception now. Okay. Nice, Darwin. Arnis? I'm an 11 again. I got 13. So up here on the top of the lake, you can hear the wind howl, and Darwin, you start to hear a little skitter-scatter far on, like, the edge of the lake. And then you hear a, a much heavier, like, thudding footwalk across the lake. And it sounds like it is approaching. And, like, um, guys, you hear that? Sweet! And I draw my crossbow, and I ready for action. It's not super loud, you just you crit. You can hear this, like, you're, you're on point with your ears right now. Very yeah. attentive. Yeah. Your ears are not pointed. Your ears are not pointed. You're not Aranus. Whose ears are always on point. Oh, only one of them. Only one. <laughs> okay, so Vale pulled out a crossbow. Darwin, what are you doing? Playing on my Bobo. Okay. Bobo! Bobo. 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 Bear. A bear. A bear. Sorry, I'm a short bow. Okay. Arnis, what are you doing? I get out my loot. Nice. Everybody else kind of winds in behind you guys. Arnis, is this your dad's old loot or is this your new loot? From Earl. It's my dad's old loot. Okay. I want to bring the new loot, but I'm like, it's a little treacherous. You don't want... Kantos is strapped underneath the wagon right now, just waiting for you to pull it out, and he's going to roll out Cape Fear style. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute! <laughs> Do you need some wax? It's too cold! It's too cold! Loosen the strings! You're going to snap one! <laughs> no, that doesn't happen. That was me being silly. So Darvin has drawn everybody's attention to this approaching sound from the heavy footsteps on the ice. And everybody prepares themselves. And as you turn, the wind is blowing up snow in front of this creature. And you can see an outline of what looks to be somebody riding a rather large four-legged beast. And as it gets closer... (sighs) I'm so happy. You recognize a much larger, larger than a bear... The Bone Thief. Oh, dick. Rap. Covered in even more bone plating. And as it opens its mouth, it still has a very wide jaw. And now you see two bone-plated tongues twisting around in its mouth. Astride its back is a four-armed gorilla. You, I don't know, wait, somebody didn't see this, but definitely at least one of you did. Who was conscious at the end of that fight? Was it just Darvin? Remember. I think it was just Darvin. Yeah. Sounds right. Yeah. We already made forearm jokes, right? Yeah, yeah a lot of them. Okay, yeah, so we'll we'll skip that this that. time. <laughs> <laughs> just making sure that was out of the way. Yes, uh, the forearmed gorilla creature that you saw that accompanied the Bone Thief previously in Medullary Hill. Well, well, well. What a pleasant surprise. Is this the gorilla or the beast speaking to us? The gorilla. Oh. The beast doesn't speak. Don't be crazy. Don't be silly. 
I was oh so hoping to run into you all again. But you're in luck. I'm not here for you. I'm good. I just want the dragon. As he reaches down with one of his arms and like pets the back of the bone thief's head, he would make an excellent meal. Uh, yeah, no, I don't like that idea. The thing has already gotten bigger and scarier. Could you imagine what happened if it ate a dragon? Yeah, but... Do you want to be the one to explain to the other no, guy that we were... Thinking? No, I don't, but maybe we can use it to free the dragon. Not free the dragon, but make our journey to the dragon easier. And then kill it. And then have help from a dragon maybe. Ask him how he plans to get to the dragon. How are you planning on getting to the dragon? We're all persuasion. We'll see how honest he's going to be. Ernest persuades. Oh, a crit. Nice. <laughs> if there was ever a time. <laughs> and Arnis persuades. That was good. I've been sending my children down there for weeks now, and they've been unproductive as of yet. So I will let my pet here, referred down to the bone thief, go down and claim his dinner. How, how's he going to get down there? I mean, like, actually, like, how, what, how, what direction have they oh. been going? Down through the ice. Through the cracks. Oh. Down, down through the cracks? Yeah, those cracks in the ice. Oh, yeah. It just didn't go. You kept investigating. Oh, right, right. So now you get to meet this guy again. Hey, ask this guy's name. Maybe he's the guy you're supposed to kill. <laughs> you ask his name. I don't believe we caught your name the last time. You didn't? Okay, whatever. Sure. I don't think so. Ah, mortals. Always forgetful. Never knowing their place. Another god? Oh, you don't remember pissing off this god. This is the god you've been pissing off, like, for the longest time. Uh, you knew my name when you burned my shrine in Old Barbary. Yeah, that's right. You knew me then as Gostrum. Uh, and it seems you have forgotten. So, John, what is god? No, we just I thought mean, you were a big smoker. I don't remember you looking like a gorilla. But, good to see you again, Gossie. <laughs> he said that. You know you also saw him turn into that giant griffin, right? This is why we don't like yeah. Darwin talk. No, I yeah. kind of forgot that. Okay, yeah. Darwin also did see him like transform into another creature. That's um, yes, neither here nor there right now. Yes. So you can either let me go about my business, and maybe I'll leave you alone this time. I am so sick of these gods who think that they can get away with everything just because they are a god. I say out loud. Because Vale has just had quite enough at this point. Sure. And as you're berating him in his station, uh, <laughs> everybody else can now hear the uh, familiar click-clack on the ice of Sentinids, keeping a very wide arc behind him. It's just, it's just like kind of a, a little show of power there. Well. I came here for a meal for my pet. Why is it we have yet to meet a good god? Hey. He doesn't want to go out and just well, like, do evil. Hey, you've been pissing off God. My God is pretty. You met Korra. Remarkably, surprisingly cool. <laughs> Considering all of the gods we've dealt with, yours is the least bad, right? Alwanir wasn't like, actively doing evil; it was just passively uh, endorsing it. <laughs> <laughs> passively endorsing genocide. That's <laughs> yeah, not evil. What do we do? What do you do? A very good question, Darwin. I don't see a lot of options here. Uh, I think it's a fight or die situation, if you ask me. Or it's thinking. either stand our ground or go down the hole. It's right behind us. If we could get down there fast enough, yeah. 
But even then, this guy's following right behind right? us. Right? That doesn't do us a ton of Although we get down there and warn the dragon, we can at least fight alongside the dragon. Which would be cool. Throw the oh. shot, right? I mean, I think we're kind of screwed other way. So, yeah. Um, I mean, it's what we're here for anyway, right? Okay, so what do you guys do? Uh, I've got an idea. Uh, I've got an idea. I have this bag of ball bearings, and we're standing on the ice. Mm-hmm. Um, let's head for the trench, and then I'm just going to drop a bunch of ball bearings on the ground right behind us. Alright. Slow them down a little. Okay. Everybody into the hole? Is yeah, that the plan? Everybody into yeah, the hole. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that seems like where we're at. So, as Gostrum sits astride his bone thief, waiting at you expectantly to just kind of let him have his way. Do you say anything, or are you just, like, turn and run? <laughs> I just look at the three of them and go, go, make for the hole! <laughs> run! <laughs> make for the hole! <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, and everybody runs? Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Everybody runs. All right, fine. The three of you are making a mad dash for one of the uh, cracks in the ice. Sam, Sniffins, Ul1, and Earl Earl are right with you, because they're not staying out here if you guys are running. Makes sense. So you all run and dive in. Vale, you are throwing down these ball bearings? Yeah. Does that mean you're going last? Yep. Okay. As everybody hurriedly goes down, you can make an athletics or even an acrobatics, Ooh, acrobatics. roll. Uh, just because this is like sliding downhill, and you might just be like very deftly maneuvering your body. Or you might be just like brute forcing your way down this and like actually climbing down. This is more whether you're sliding down or climbing down. 16 acrobatics. 14 acrobatics. 10 acrobatics. Alright, so Darvin and Aranis, you run and you slide down, and about 20 feet down as you're sliding, um, who rolled higher on their acrobatics? Aranis. Aranis. I got a 16. Uh, as you look down, you can see that this branches off left and right. Which way do you go? You're not in a position to stop yourself since you're sliding. You do have time to maneuver yourself. Um, I go to the left. Call that out so we all try to follow you. Left! <laughs> hey, well, Darwin's like right behind you and he sees and he's like, okay, assuming you're going to follow Aranis unless yes. you think it's time to split the party. No. Dang. Following. <laughs> Scott's always like, split the party? <laughs> huh? Huh? Okay. Everybody else follows left with Vale not so acrobatically inclined, slip sliding down, and this slides down for probably another 20 feet as Aranus and Darwin land fairly well. Sam drops down, catches Sniffins, and they move off. Olwan and Earl stumble a little bit and kind of fall, and Vale, you're coming down hot, and you're about to land on both Earl and Olwan. Uh, make a dexterity saving throw. Eleven. Okay. Saw a single digit over there and got happy. I know, I was going to be really <laughs> excited. I was like, this is going to be an epic fail! But didn't need to be high. I don't need to be doing damage right now. Just wanted this to be high enough where you could see them and kind of not just land flat on them. You kind of land, like, wrapping your arms around Earl as you land, uh, like, right behind him, and just kind of holding him from behind. Ow! Please! Mm. Nope, nope. Awkward hug. It was a very awkward hug as you hug Earl Earl, the man who's been... I really want to kill. 
and you all find yourself in a very small, very dark chamber, and high above, on the other side of the crack, you can hear Gosrim shout down, Follow them! Here. Little sentinel legs as they come pouring down into the crack. That's where we're going to leave it. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Podcast art created by Vanessa Blockland. You can find more of her art on Facebook or at vanessablockland.com. Blockland spelled B-L-O-K-L-A-N-D. Podcast music by Daryl Dibber Reconos. You can find more of his music at dibber.mo or at soundcloud.com slash dibbermusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Website design by Patrick Dunkerley over at dunkdesigns.com. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast, or you can email us at skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrendpodcast.com. This week's chapter is made possible thanks to our wonderful cast and crew, all of you amazing listeners, and our special friends who would like to say hello. I'm Tony, the Dungeon Master of D&D Raw, an actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast where the players look for clues and hunt for a secret foe that makes devious plots within the city of Orenthal. Join the party as they attempt to uncover the machinations of a powerful and sinister organization from accomplishing whatever their goals may be. All the while, they must face the ghosts and ghouls of their past. Follow us every other week as we mostly follow the rules as written, and the majority of the party uses the raw elements of Unearthed Arcana material. We have Tor, a dwarven inquisitive rogue, Saria, our Order of the Immortal Mystic, Kalima, the cleric domain of the grave, Sildan, the way of the Kensei monk, and to bring us back into familiar territory, Daryl, the evocation wizard. You can find our podcast on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and on our website at dndraw.com. So come and join our detectives as they search the streets, and I hope to see you in Orenthal.